0: It's Friday on the News Hour. That means it's the Illini Notebook. Brian Barnhart is the voice of the fighting Illini. One week until football opens up. Brian, thanks for joining us as our segment is brought to you by Guidos, Jupiters, Billy Baruse, and Seven Saints. Yeah, you'll be in Madison, Wisconsin just about now. Mm-hmm. A week from today, and we'll finally get it going.
1: Yeah, finally. This is our, what, last non-game week notebook? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs>
0: The notebook We've doing, will get thicker. been
1: doing a lot of different shows with uh, no games in sight. Now we're there, as you said, a week out. So that'll be interesting to see. I know Illinois, I think, is a big underdog already.
0: Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure it, where that's coming from. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure either because usually it doesn't come out till the week of. I but thought, I'm just saying that.
0: the spread kind of took me aback a little bit. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it would be that big. I don't mm-hmm. make odds or get into it too yeah. much, but I just thought, well, I think – Anybody who's paid attention to this Illinois program believes that it's going to be a much more competitive team game in, game out.
1: Shows they didn't really pay a lot of attention to last year. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think last year's uh, amount was even bigger. The one at Champaign. Yeah. Was like the biggest ever. And so, yeah, that magnified the size of the upset from a year ago. But, yeah, no, I I was a little surprised by that, too. And the other factor is, and we've talked about this – No crowd, so that home field advantage, I guess, isn't quite there for Wisconsin.
0: And it can get a little. Yeah, yeah, it's very very raucous there. Sure, yeah. Or disadvantage for Illinois. Yeah, especially under the lights in Wisconsin, that could be a really um, energetic crowd, shall Mm -hmm. we say? Well, you
1: can simulate, and we've seen it all over the place, you can simulate crowd noise, but it's not quite the same as 80,000 screaming for one
0: team. That's a little different. I guess the players will be more used to it than anything because they practice all the time in their empty stadiums. Mm-hmm. So I guess you can simulate that uh, coming into it. The home field advantage will mostly come from you don't have to travel. You're in your right. own bed. That kind of stuff. Yeah, and I
1: think the Illini are going up in buses. Uh, seven buses, I think, was what Tim Knox said. So there'll be a lot of a lot of travel, and it's just under four hour trip. Of course, no stops on that particular <laughs> trip. So it's a it's a straight shot up thirty nine, basically up to to Madison. But uh, yeah, a little different in that regard and you know, they do have the hotel room and all the different it's all the different road features. But then again, you know you're not going into a den of 80,000 Badger fans either a sea of red. So that it's mitigated a little bit. But yeah, the two teams obviously Wisconsin another favorite each year in the West. But I think Illinois is getting overlooked, I think by a lot of people. i just going through the roster and put starting to work on my depth chart for the game. And, you know, you just look at the receivers and how big they are and, the you know, Hightower coming in and Thompson from Missouri and Bebe and his brother Bebe and Daniel Barker and Luke Ford. I mean, you start looking at those guys and the size and the options, that's that's pretty impressive just
0: on that side of the ball. One thing Josh Imador Bebe said this week was the tight ends being so talented, including his brother – whom it's been said may may be acting more like a slot receiver at times Mm -hmm. than a tight end, has made the receiving room better because guys in the receiving room are going, hang on, we've got some tight ends here that they're going to target. They're going to throw balls to, so we better be on our game if we want to see the field. So it's one position group now affecting another Mm -hmm. in raising the level of
1: competition between them. And that's how it happens. And I didn't even mention Donnie Navarro who came, you know, literally out of nowhere last year. I don't know, people didn't have any expectation as to how good he could be. And he well, just he became, came from Naperville, so well, let's, Naperville, not, let's yeah, not call it yeah. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but came off the radar screen, basically, yeah. to become one of the leading receivers on the team in Casey Washington. I mean, so – and then you add uh, if Mike Epstein can stay healthy on at the running back spot, I think people are going to like Chase Brown, like the way he runs. Coaches have talked about him for a couple of years. And just that second year for Brandon Peters under his belt. That's and the offensive line for of the five guys being returnees. Um that's why there's so much optimism, I think, on that side of the ball. And then, you know, just looking at the defense and, you know, the secondary, the guys like Adams and Hobbs and you know, you go down the list, these guys played a lot of football back there. And Hanson's a really good linebacker, quality linebacker. So defensive line they probably got some new faces you know, they have to work in for depth and things like that. But so but I think people overall are kind of overlooking it's you know well it's at Camp Randall it's Wisconsin it's Illinois. Yeah, that ought to be how how we pick the game. And of course last year they got burned on that. So
0: They did and and this year it's even harder to make predictions and we all know that predictions in sports are something to do until the game happens because mm. anything can happen in sports it's the beauty of it. One thing I'll be really interested in is how is the tackling? Especially when you're playing the big boys right away in the conference, occasionally teams will start with a Big Ten opponent to with a signature kind of game for the conference to start the year. Okay, mm-hmm. these two teams are going to play each other to start the season, but everybody else is in non-conference. Usually, a more uh, an FCS or a, a smaller opponent, if mm-hmm. you will. Not this year. We're going in in the deep end, Big Big Ten against Big Ten, Smash Mouth against Smash Mouth. It'll be interesting to see how the tackling will happen and you know, if the technique is sharp right away.
1: Yeah, especially for the for the college young men. I mean, we saw the Titans for the NFL. Those are older guys, but they hadn't practiced well, they practiced once in two weeks or something like that because of COVID and then they put up forty some points on the Bills. I mean that <laughs> that's a little different deal, but yeah, I I obviously you miss that easing in easing's not the right word, but getting into the season you know, figuring out where you are against Illinois State and against Bowling Green and against Connecticut, and then get ready for the Big Ten. Uh, just wondering, you know, injuries I'm sure they're going to keep an eye on. You know, mm-hmm. how how many reps in practice have they been able to get in? Hard tackling. Now, Lovey Smith's teams don't, you know, do a lot of hard hitting necessarily compared to maybe some others. Or, you know, it's uh, it's uh, the idea of the, the technique and the execution, and then they do do some pads and they do do some hitting, and enough to not get people hurt but also to make sure they're fresh and ready to go and different people have different ideas on that but yeah just uh jumping into a big 10 game like that that will be interesting and i don't know how you predict any of these games early
0: that's what'll make it fun yeah you don't have to predict it you just say what's
1: happening i mean who would have predicted lsu's you know two losses already yeah i mean (laughs) nobody saw that coming
0: basketball wise as was predicted a schedule is not out even though practice has officially started a couple of days ago so we'll wait on that Brad Underwood confirming what he's kind of hinted at along the way there's been some positive cases of covid on the team they say they're out of the woods on that for now and they're they're masking up and doing all the things they're supposed to do and uh, you know Brad Underwood is kind of saying hey we're going forward mm-hmm. we know this is here we know we may have some cases along the way but we're going to do everything we can.
1: That's all you can do, really. Yeah. I mean, you got to shut it down or go on. And uh, obviously, the Big Ten and others have chosen to go forward, the NCAA. So now, if you're going to go forward, you've made that decision. Now, you got to figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we are. I, who knows on that? I mean, we're, I guess I'm uh, still waiting to hear officially about that uh, event in Champaign. Yeah. From what I understand, the, the teams are out there. Saying and texting, hey, we're we're playing, you guys. We haven't heard anything official yet. But, you know, and then you've got, what about the ACC? What about the Missouri game? You know, how many games can you, uh, how many Big Ten games will there be? 20, I assume. I know some reports said 22, but who knows about that. So, they I mean, may the, be still deciding and are, we, are we, are we going to be playing on February 20th, for instance? Do we know that? I mean, is the season going to be done? Uh-huh you know, because of the compressed, if we do a bunch of bubbles, is that going to be it at the end of January? And then, and then what? I mean, I don't know. I And hang around till March. I, yeah, I, I don't know. And so that's what Brad Underwood, I think, was talking about, about, you know, 2020 is what it is. You know, it's
0: just wait and see. Well, that's 2021. We don't have to wait and see. On well, yeah, run. True, Just tell yeah. us what's going to happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that kind of year. All right, we'll do it again next week ahead right. of the game. We'll that's have right. an Illini Notebook and okay. and uh, maybe hap-
1: live from Madison. We'll see.
0: All right, happy prepping. Yeah, yeah, I'm underway. All right, good stuff. All right, thanks. The Illini Notebook with Brian Barnhart, brought to you by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. Local news next.